You're listening to the RBN Energy Blogcast. This is an audio version of RBN Energy's daily blog, the oil and gas industry's go-to source for insight. Every day, we cover commodity fundamentals, industry changes, and developing trends across energy markets. And now, we're making it easier than ever to enjoy our blogs. Whether it's on your drive into work, while you're at the office, or at home walking the dog, settle in, turn the volume up, and enjoy. Thursday, February 13, 2020. The price you pay. Current bunker fuel sulfur spreads justify IMO 2020 scrubber investments. Published by Sandy Fielden. On January 1, 2020, the International Maritime Organization, or IMO, implemented new fuel standards for oil powered vessels, except those equipped with exhaust scrubbers to remove pollutants. In the absence of a scrubber, the IMO 2020 rule stipulates that ships' bunkers contain less than half a percent sulfur. Using a scrubber allows the vessel to burn cheaper high-sulfur fuel. Last March, a shipowner's estimated $2.5 million scrubber investment for a 2 million barrels very large crude carrier or VLCC would take just over three years to recover, based on average fuel prices during the first quarter of 2019. This year, barely a month after the new regulation came into force, the payback period has shortened dramatically, to less than a year, though the coronavirus's effect on shipping demand and fuel prices, among other factors, could again put payout timing at risk. Today, we look at changing price spreads between high-sulfur and low-sulfur bunker and the scrubber payback economics that suggest a rosier outlook for vessel owners who invested in scrubber installations, at least for now. This blog is based on research from Morningstar Commodities. A copy of the original report is available at Morningstar.com. As we've explained in multiple blogs in the RBN blogosphere, the IMO 2020 regulation that took effect on New Year's Day is the culmination of a series of standards set in motion in October 2008, and is expected to dramatically lessen demand for high-sulfur fuel oil or HSFO and, in the process, upset refinery economics around the globe. In 2018, that bearish market view of HSFO after 2020 was reflected in lower forward curve prices, The thinking at the time was that the discounted cost of high-sulfur fuel would encourage more vessel owners to invest in scrubbers to allow them to continue using cheaper, non-compliant fuel, justifying their investment through the savings. But the shortage of heavy crude oil in 2019 reversed that expectation, throwing a curveball at the economics of installing scrubber technology. When we calculated the timing of scrubber paybacks in our blog just can't get enough nearly a year ago, in March 2019, Price spreads between low and higher sulfur fuel oils had narrowed in the wake of changing fundamental and geopolitical circumstances. The price premium for clean burning half a percent sulfur marine fuel oil over high sulfur bunker fuel at the U.S. Gulf Coast had declined steadily, from nearly $11 per barrel in early January 2019 to less than $2 per barrel during the first week of March 2019. This despite the impending IMO 2020 regulation that was expected to widen the spread between low and higher sulfur marine bunkers as traders bet that demand for high sulfur fuels would evaporate in the run-up to the new rule. That reversal of market sentiment followed a shortage of the heavy crude that Gulf Coast refineries are configured to process, due to OPEC production cuts and lower output from Venezuela and Iran. At the time, we determined that the average $43 per metric ton, or MT, or $6.62 per barrel, low to high sulfur spread during the first quarter of 2019 would have left scrubber owners waiting 3.1 years for their investment to be recouped. Immediately after the IMO regulations came into force, compliant low sulfur fuel prices skyrocketed, and heavy sulfur bunker prices tanked, causing the spread to widen to an average $234 per MT, or $37 per barrel, for forward deliveries at the Gulf Coast during January 2020, according to CME Group. Since then the spread has narrowed as low sulfur fuel prices return to earth and the coronavirus has battered shipping demand. 
return on investment for scrubber technology is based on the premise that the IMO 2020 regulation will decimate demand for high-sulfur marine bunkers, as shipowners switch to compliant low-sulfur alternatives. While installing a scrubber requires an upfront investment by shipowners, the return comes via fuel savings from continuing to use cheaper high-sulfur bunker. For a while last year, that gamble by shipowners faced a far from certain outcome. Now the sulfur spread is wide enough to shave the payback to less than a year for a VLCC tanker. Our analysis is based on several assumptions. First, a typical scrubber installation for a VLCC with a capacity of 2 million barrels costs $2.5 million. Second, we estimated typical VLCC fuel use. This estimate is complicated by the age and efficiency of the vessel, as well as by the speed it typically travels. There are also different fuel burn rates for when the vessel is full or laden, or empty or ballast, and during loading and discharge. We assumed a fairly new VLCC using 70 MT per day of bunker fuel and traveling at a regular speed of 15 knots when laden, 53 MT per day when in ballast, 20 MT per day when loading, 70 MT per day when discharging, and 10 MT per day when idle. Our assumptions are that vessels are laden 45% of the time, 25% in ballast, 5% loading, 5% discharging, and 20% idle. Based on these assumptions, we calculated average daily fuel consumption is 51 MT per day, or 18,706 MT per year. The spread between U.S. Gulf 3.0% marine fuel oil and half a percent very low sulfur marine bunkers averaged $43 per MT between January 2nd and March 20, 2019. That average spread produces an annual savings using the scrubber of $43 times 18,706 MT, or about $800,000 per year, and translates to a payback period of $2,500,000 divided by $800,000, or 3.1 years. As of February 12, 2020, the average sulfur spread on CME Group forward curves for U.S. Gulf 3.0% marine fuel oil and half a percent very low sulfur marine bunkers was $165 per MT. That produces an annual savings using the scrubber of $165 times 18,706 MT, or approximately $3,086,000 per year, and translates to a payback period of $2,500,000 divided by $3,086,000, or 0.81 years, about 9.7 months. Lower sulfur spreads in the first quarter of 2019 increased the payback period to three years. This year's high premium for compliant bunkers has shortened the payback to under a year. Our analysis is only one example, using a VLCC supertanker, there are many different vessel types and sizes with different fuel consumption rates. Each of these would have a different scrubber payback curve. We should also note that vessels can consume less fuel and save costs by slow sailing rather than installing scrubbers, but that TAC reduces availability for charter earnings. Vessel owners also consider market charter rates when determining profitability, meaning that fuel cost is not the only variable. However, every vessel is consuming fuel and has to manage those costs regardless of market charter rates, Shipowners that bought scrubbers before the IMO 2020 deadline are feeling a lot better about their investments right now than they were last year, when international tensions narrowed the sulfur spread. Given what happened in less than a year though, scrubber economics are far from bulletproof and could reverse in. If too many owners line up to purchase scrubbers, then high sulfur fuel oil could become scarce and narrow the spread again. It is still too early in the post-IMO 2020 scramble to predict long-term winners. Further, the uncertain impact of the coronavirus on shipping demand, freight rates and bunker fuel demand is likely to make 2020 a difficult year for shipowners. Teething troubles for delivering the compliant fuel have contributed to the current high prices that many believe are unsustainable, because they exceed the cost of lighter very low sulfur fuels like diesel. 
Certainly EIMO saga that dominated refining and shipping news last year hasn't drawn to a conclusion yet. Please note that, due to the President's Day holiday, we will not publish a blog on Monday, February 17, 2020. The Press You Pay was written by Bruce Springsteen and appears as the second song on side four of Springsteen's fifth studio album, The River. The lyrics address how the choices we make determine the price we pay. Personnel on the record were, Bruce Springsteen, on lead vocals, electric, acoustic, and 12-string guitar, harmonica, and percussion, Clarence Clemens, on sax and backing vocals, Danny Federici, on Hammond organ piano, Gary Talent, on bass, Stephen Van Zandt, on electric guitar and backing vocals, and Max Weinberg, on drums and percussion. The River was recorded between March 1979 and August 1980 at the Power Station in New York City. The album was produced by John Landau, Bruce Springsteen, and Stephen Van Zandt, and released in October 1980. It is Springsteen's only double studio album. Seven singles were released from the LP, with Hungry Heart reaching number five on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles chart. Hungry Heart was originally written for the Ramones, but after Springsteen manager-slash-producer John Landau heard it, he advised Springsteen to keep it for himself. One has to wonder if the Ramones would have had a hit with the song if they had recorded and released it. The River went to number one on the Billboard Top 200 Albums chart, and has been certified 5X Platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America. Bruce Springsteen is an American singer, songwriter and musician who is a solo artist and leader of the East Street Band. Nicknamed The Boss, Springsteen has sold over 135 million records worldwide. He has released 19 studio albums, 23 live albums, 1 soundtrack album, 8 compilation albums, 7 EPs and 70 singles. He has won 1 Academy Award, 4 American Music Awards, 1 Brit Award, 2 Golden Globe Awards, 20 Grammy Awards, 2 Grammy Hall of Fame Awards and 1 Tony Award. Springsteen is a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Songwriters Hall of Fame, and the New Jersey Hall of Fame. He is a recipient of a Kennedy Center Honor and Presidential Medal of Freedom. The boss still occasionally records and tours. This has been the RBN Energy Blogcast. Thanks for listening.